I'm sick. Um, part of me doesn't care because I I feel kind of like emotionally fine. Um, I don't know what's up. Like, uh, yesterday I started feeling a little bit ill. I had a little bit of um intestinal issues slightly Sunday. Um, when I first woke up, I noticed that. And it actually started happening Saturday night after dinner. So there probably was more to it. Um, I'm guessing maybe I ate something. Maybe it was something that I had for dinner. But I also feel like it's weird that my sinuses and throat are a little bit... um, Like I had like a weird coughing spell late at night last night. I don't really know why. Maybe from vaping, maybe not though. Like, I don't, I don't feel like vaping would, you know. Um, yeah, I don't feel like vaping would make things. Uh, I don't know. Like, I vape enough that I feel like it shouldn't be an issue, if that makes sense. Um, uh, But I don't know. Like, I really don't know. Um, I just have this weird dry cough and some sinusy issues. But I started actually having those weird sinus issues the other day when I mentioned having them, so maybe all this stuff is related, um, I can't really tell, I had a weird headache, and some kind of, I couldn't sleep very good last night at all, and it wasn't because of the headache, I just was very energetic, um, I took like four melatonin gummies, it's like, that's probably like about 12 milligrams, I rarely go over nine or ten, and usually three to five helps just fine and I didn't have any caffeine so I'm not sure why I had so much energy but it's maybe because I took a late afternoon nap I mean I feel like it wasn't that solid of a nap like I think I only napped for like 30-40 minutes I don't think that would keep me up past 4 a.m but yeah I don't know I'm texting my aunt. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. Um, because usually when I have like some kind of sick feelings, I'm kind of more fatigued too, but I'm more like energetic, but sick, 
if that makes sense. And not even, like, normal sick. It's just, like, throw a little bit of intestinal kind of left. But I think I kind of backed myself up a little bit because I took some Pepto yesterday. So that kind of messed me up today a little bit, I think. Um, And my appetite's been a little off. So I haven't eaten everything I wanted to eat. Um, but decided today, you know, I'm like, okay, the end of the evening, I'll come sit outside, you know, just chill, uh, chill in the car. Um, I am not sure why my car is so dusty. I think one of my folks did it. Um, the other car isn't dusty. I don't know why mine's dusty. Uh, the other car's windows are open. Somebody moved it. But the windshield isn't dusty. My, I thought maybe it was windy, and it's a little windy, but it looks like it's not that windy. Like, we don't have any dirt up near us. Um, The flower bed in the front now has these, like, dark-colored wood chips. And then there's a little bit of dirt on this side, but it's... There's also mostly wood chips too, and there's and the dirt is to the back of the car, and the back of the car isn't dusty. It looks like it almost looks like somebody took like a cup of dirt or something and just kind of sprinkled it on the hood and sprinkled it on the tops of the windshield wipers, and there was a little bit of splatter because there's little dirt splatters like little you know how there's like water mixed in so it looks like some like there was a little dirt splatter and like water mixed in uh this was it wasn't like that I don't know if that was on Sunday that that happened but it wasn't like that on Saturday because that's the day I got the car towed back it wasn't like that so something happened either today or yesterday um that led to this but I don't really know I didn't pay for a car wash because we had rain and it did a good enough job. And now that the car is not really properly running fully, um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get it, um, I'm not gonna get it washed. I'm probably not gonna get it washed till, um, I check things out a little bit better. Um... It could have come from the roof. That's what I'm thinking because we had roof work done. I don't think I saw anybody come, but Sunday it's possible maybe the guy who works on the house, maybe he came by, maybe he was up on the roof again and I just didn't hear it. I think that wouldn't be possible, but maybe he was just walking a little bit because he doesn't, he's not too loud up there. So maybe he was just up there and lightly you know, got some, maybe he was sweeping on the roof or something, I don't know, and then swept it all into my car, I don't really know, um, but yeah, I've never seen this, it looks like when the Santa Anas come, and then the car gets all dusty, but it's only on the front of the car, and it's not on the other car at all, so, I mean, we park like five, six feet apart, so I don't really know, but this area where I am parked, we do actually tend to have a lot of issues when it rains when I think of it um, because the roof has been so in such a crappy condition needing repairs 
for so long, um, you know, when it's been rainy and windy, I've noticed there's been like little gravelly, little grainy pieces all over near where I park. And because my car is parked there most of the time, there's just like this clean area where the car was covering and then this area around it where there's just like pieces of debris and stuff. Um, and so I don't really know what the heck that's all about, but it's there. And, um, so yeah, I don't really know, but, um, yeah, but maybe, maybe I just wasn't feeling well because, you know, Friday I didn't sleep good, Saturday I didn't sleep good, and then Sunday I also didn't sleep good, but I was also, I was already feeling kind of ill by Sunday morning, but, and surprised that Saturday uh, evening when I went to the gym, I was a little bit surprised that my energy wasn't, like, too pumped, especially... Um, people are texting me. Um, yeah, I... I'm kind of like, um, I'm not too sure. Like, I'm just, uh, I don't know. There's always kind of a lot, a lot going on, but, um, I'm not too sure, like, what is up, um, I'm going to study again tonight, though. I'm just taking this little break. I took it easy today, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. I applied for a job um, at a tech company, but it's not necessarily the job that I'm trying to get. But I feel like it's an easy application. I was like, let me just send it in because I wouldn't mind doing that remote work. Um, And the pay would have been decent if I you know, for remote work, for something that I don't plan on doing forever, um, you know, it would have been, uh, I think the pay rate's like 55k to 77k or something like that, which is already more than what I was making, and this doesn't seem too, too much of an issue, like too much of an issue compared to my other jobs, so... I just put it out there because I was like, well, I would love to work in another branch of that company. And I know they're hiring for some uh, low level to entry um, positions for remote jobs right now. So I was like, well, might as well just apply to this one now because it's a major tech company. Um, It's not Zoom, but it would be similar to like something like as popular as Zoom. So I'm like, well, I would apply there anyways for another position. So I wouldn't mind, you know, once I finish this class and get this certificate, like I wouldn't mind actually applying there. So 
I basically was like, well, if I got in on the ground floor a little bit, that might up my chances of actually working for them. Um, I don't really know, like, too, too specific which companies I'm trying to, like, aim at. Um, like, I kind of know what I don't want an environment to look like, and I kind of know what I don't want to do. Uh, but I don't know specifically which actual companies, like, I feel like I could kind of go with any of the companies, honestly, it's going to be more like which pays best, which hours are best, which culture kind of suits me best, um, and, you know, which, which company is kind of like ideal to move up in um I mean there's a lot of things I'm looking at I don't really want to talk about it like way too much right now but it's kind of in the back of my mind um so yeah I did that application I started that around 10 a.m and then from about 11 30 on I well a little after 11 I took a break then about 11 30 on I basically um I don't know, from like 11.30 on, I, uh, what did I do? Oh yeah, I was working on, I was learning about some metrics, um, with like Facebook ads and all the stuff about like CPMs and all the other kind of stuff. Uh, I was learning about the metrics and how inaccurate they, they seem for like Shopify stores. And then I was just kind of learning about them a little bit and then learning about, uh, well, I, I put my store back up and then I was learning a little bit about uh, TikTok ads and found someone to work on an ad for me that hopefully will be done by tomorrow. And then I'll be posting that tomorrow uh, on TikTok and see if I can make some sales this week. Um, I was kind of budgeting and seeing like what I have uh, coming in, uh, from other angles, which is going to be used for ad spending, uh, that kind of stuff, marketing. Um, so I did that till like about three ish, um, had a snack, knocked out till like almost five or so. And then, uh, just kind of left my evening at that. So, um, it's been nice, you know, like it's been, I mean, it sucks to be like a little ill, but I mean, at least, at least my mood is good. And at least I'm not like all symptomatic all the time. It might just be, I'm straining myself, stressing too much, but I don't know. Like, I feel like if, if I can't handle that amount of stress, like, I don't feel like I did that much, you know what I mean? Like, I went to the gym a couple times and stayed up late a couple nights, you know, like, like, it really is that, is that what's going to do me in, you know, so I don't really know, like, it might be something else, uh, but it, it's not like a regular cold or flu, so I really just don't know what the heck, you know, and I got sick in April, this is not that, like, in April when I got sick, that was clearly like cold and flu sick, this is not the same but I did kind of have like that headache again, which isn't normal for me. Uh, but that has been occurring this year a little bit. Um, 
And I did, you know, I, like, I mentioned I had, like, that kind of a bit of tooth issue when I had that uh, carbonated beverage not too long ago. It was, like, a, like, a THC, like, edible beverage kind of thing. Technically, like, an edible, but in a soda form. And that kind of really got my teeth kind of, like, sore. Like, I was having some inflammation for, like, quite a few days that I feel like only went away like fully I don't I don't feel it today I can't remember if I felt it yesterday but uh Friday Saturday it was still kind of lingering like a little little mild bit and so that was like at least a week that I was dealing with that so maybe it was that like maybe it was some kind of tooth infection kind of thing like I don't really know I, I really don't know like I don't I'm not doing that much, so it's kind of hard to be like, okay, like, did I contract something? Because I haven't been out, like, other than the gym or the beach, and I don't really go to the beach with anybody. Like, I go to the coffee shop, I go to, you know, I'll go, like, in stores and stuff, and, like, and I don't feel like this is, like, a common cold, so I don't really know what it is, but, yeah, if I pay attention to my body, I definitely have, like, a sore throat, raspy, scratchy throat, a little bit of a cough. Um, it's not uncommon for me, like, if I snack or eat and then lay down to kind of be coughing, uh, and the same with maybe, like, drinking water sometimes, too, just depending, but sometimes that happens when I drink water, too. Um, like, I kind of was reading about it a long time ago, because I noted, because I used to eat, like, right before I would go to bed, like, way back, um, before I knew not to do that, um, and it was it's something related to that like it can be like a little irritation uh laying down um but yeah I don't really know like I'm thrown off I'm definitely thrown off maybe I just threw myself off too much but I don't know I got the email about the sick new world festival coming up uh, this weekend in Vegas, and so I'm going to be happy that it's going to be um, fri- I'll fly out Friday, fly back in Monday. Unfortunately, I'm missing a close friend's birthday on Sunday um, in San Diego. I wasn't going to be in San Diego anyways, but I'm also missing Mother's Day on Sunday, so I don't really know. Uh, I talked to my mom, though. I was like, do you want to do something Thursday? She's like, she doesn't even want to do anything, so. I mean, I know it's what she says, but I'm kind of like, I don't know. I kind of want to. I got her something, kind of. So from Christmas, we didn't really get gifts, but I kind of just like to get stuff. I was like, you know, I'll get gifts in case it comes up that we're giving gifts or something and if not I'll just save it for another another time because we don't really do gifts every year some some years we do some years we don't and we decided this year we weren't but I wasn't like a hundred percent sure because nobody was really communicating too good and I didn't even know who was going to be in town or we were going to be in town like there was some uh plan of me and my mom going to Vegas before we even knew if anybody else was going to be here um and then it turned out that, you know, my sister, her boyfriend, my brother were all coming to town. So, of course, we weren't going to leave. Um, so, yeah, 
I'm gonna be drinking my water, guys. So excuse me, but um, yeah, I we went out. Um, I mean, we didn't go out like Christmas. We stayed in and you know just chilled, watched a bunch of sports. There was a lot of good basketball on. We watched tons of basketball. Um, it was like a rainy time a little bit. Um, and my dad was in Africa and we basically just had Christmas just without him, like the few of us, he was doing his own thing over there with the other family. And we just basically did that. Um, so I did have some leftover gifts from then. Uh, I still have the souvenirs from when I went snowboarding during the Rona, uh, like in 2021 or whatever that was. I think it was 2021 when I went snowboarding in New Mexico and Taos. Um, I got some souvenirs for my sister, her boyfriend, and for my brother that I never gave to them. So um, whatever year we give gifts, that's going to be their gift um, from like a couple years back. And then for my mom, I have some kind of like African print fabrics because she does a lot of like crafting knitting sewing that kind of thing so I figure she could probably use that and then just like a candle it's like an aroma therapy soy candle um I feel like that's a decent gift and I'll get a card um it's stuff that she'll use it's like practical but looks nice so I feel like she'll kind of use it you know um, but that's the, that's what I'll give her pretty much. Um, we're kind of like a practical gift giving family. <laughs> like I'm likely not going to give you stuff that you're not going to use, uh, or that you can't develop into like a project or something. Like if I give my dad stuff, he doesn't really like gifts, but if I do give him stuff, it's usually something related to like some accessories or tools for the garden or like. If he's not going to be at the house, then maybe some other kind of, uh, you know, something to keep warm when he's in a cold area or something like that. Um, I think, was it Father's Day or his birthday? I think I got him like a, one of those like portable back massager things. Like, we're not really like into gifts. Like, it's not really, we all have our own money. We all work. It's like we kind of rather just eat meals and watch sports. Like, that's kind of more what we'd rather do. Like, like, I don't know. My folks don't really seem to want to go out to eat meals anymore. Like, they used to. I don't know what's up with them. I don't know if they're just trying to conserve money or if they really just don't like going out anymore. But, like, my dad goes to church, like, once a week. And then other than that, these guys never leave the house. Um... But they're home, like, they're in the in the yard all day long, but they never really leave. Uh, and until I was having little car issues, like, I, I was leaving every day, but, you know, they never really leave. They don't go anywhere. So, I don't really know what, what to say about that. Um, like, they don't, like, go out and, like, have fun and, like, do stuff. They just, like, stay home with each other, which is fine, but it's, like, I don't really get it. Um... And I know that before they were a lot more, like, interactive, but also they're older, and it's like, I don't know. 
I don't know what they're doing. Um, but yeah, my dad's been around for like a month. We're going on month two now. I don't know how long he's going to be here. He never said, I never asked. I'm just like, whatever. Um, but I don't really see him that much. He's not, he's not usually around at all. Like, um, like literally not at all. Like he doesn't even work in the state. So, um, and then since the Rona, he's hardly traveled. I think I last saw him, like I saw him Father's Day of 2022. And so that's what in June. And then I saw him uh around my mom's birthday or his my mom's birthday's in September his birthday's in October and I remember shipping him a birthday gift so I didn't see him October so I must have seen him near September and then I think he was here near November for uh for Thanksgiving so I saw him Thanksgiving um so I've seen him a few times like between last year and this year um, but since like 2003, 2003, 2000, mm, maybe about 2003, since about 2003, he started working out like contract jobs out of state. So he's been almost 20 years, not even living really solidly living in this house. And so, you know. I've I've gotten accustomed to just not really incorporating him into my life too much in all honesty. Like when he's not in town, we pretty much don't communicate. And even when we try when he's when I've tried because we have like a group text, family text kind of thing and then like on WhatsApp and stuff too. Like I've tried to reach out to him a couple times. But I feel like up until this December, he's never really made too much of an effort. Like, I feel like all the other years before, he was just kind of doing whatever he was doing. And then during the Rona, maybe he kind of thought about it more. I don't really know. But it seems like he started being a little bit more interactive. But it was more so, like, on his terms. Like, if he needs something, he'll reach out. But otherwise... He doesn't respond to texts. He doesn't respond to emails. He started some kind of classes. And then when he started needing some help with some of that, that's when he started reaching out. I haven't, I hadn't really heard from him too much before that. And even when he was out of town, I would always be like, hey, send me a picture, send me some videos, whatever. Never does. So we, I just kind of assume. I'm like, all right, you like your space, whatever. So I'm just kind of not really... In all honesty, that's I don't really do the whole one-sided thing. Like, if somebody's, you know... I'm kind of like that when, when people text me, too. It's like, you know, I've got some people in my life that kind of just, like... They'll just be text-bombing me, and I'm just like, cool. Like, they're just, like, on one, you know? And just, like, texting about, like, God only knows what, you know? And I can kind of tell what kind of rant they're going on. They kind of always go on a rant about, like authoritarian people and all this other kind of stuff and I'm just kind of like whatever like I feel like like they're just venting talking about themselves or something like not that it's bad but it's like these vague like kind of esoteric topics but it's kind of like this negative tone of like frustration with society and stuff and I'm kind of like cool but I don't really I don't know like 
I'm not always the most supportive person sometimes. I'm just kind of like, it's so, I'm just like, I'll read it when I feel like reading it, but usually I'm not going to go back and forth about that kind of stuff. I'm just kind of like, I'd rather spend my energy doing other things. Like, I'll probably get back to them like five, six, seven days later and read it and actually sit and read like the mass amount of like 20, 30 messages that they might send me over over like a five day period of time and I might sit there and read it and maybe respond a little bit or just not even really respond at all like usually if somebody sends me music or videos or pictures I'll usually watch them or look at them or heart them or whatever but usually when it comes to like topics if I'm kind of not wanting to engage I just kind of don't like I I don't feel bad about it I'm like whatever it's my energy I feel like I have the right to spend my energy however I want to. Um, They're safe. They're sound. You know, this person's safe. They're sound. They're independent. You know, they're employed. They have income and, you know, they have their health enough that I feel like I shouldn't have to feel obligated to, like, jump in and, like, save them from themselves or, or to, you know you know, give my energy to it, if that makes sense, and I hope I don't sound like an asshole, but it's like, dude, I did, I had clients for, like, years, and I'm kind of like, that's kind of how, that's kind of how it feels, it's like, sometimes people are just, like, trying to pull compassion, and, like, and I get it, I mean, it's fine, I get it, like, but if I'm not in the mood to do that, to engage like that, then I won't, you know, like I have other friends that we constantly send memes back and forth and we're kind of like constantly like in a group text between the two of us on Instagram, uh, like in the DMs between we're like a group DM kind of thing. And that's kind of fun. I like that because it's more lighthearted, fun jokes and stuff. And then there's somebody else. Um, yeah, like I, I, I don't. I don't know, I'm not, like, bitter about it, you know, I understand, kind of, like, you know, people want to communicate, people want to engage, and I appreciate that, because I want, you know, I like to be involved with my friends, and with others, and, you know, I don't want to, like, totally ignore people, but I don't fully engage either, if that makes sense, like, some, a lot of people, too, like, if, if it's just by text, it's different than, like, if we actually hang out for coffee, or go, to the beach or like see each other in person or even talking on the phone that's a little different for me like I'll make time for those types of more quality situations where I'm just like I feel like we're actually kind of like there's some kind of bonding going on there or some kind of communication and just like catching up and stuff versus like the mass texting thing like it's it's kind of not really unless I'm like actively talking to somebody about something like it's hard for me to do the whole texting back and forth thing and you know, um, unless it's either jokes or we're just actually talking about something. Um, but I do, I'll, I'll be all caffeinated texting people too. It's not like I don't do it either, but I don't expect people to read my messages either. I'm just like, sometimes I'm just like really caffeinated, really distracted. Like, I just want to tell this person all this stuff. Like, I don't even know like what they've got going on or what they're, you know, I'm not checking in with them. I'm just like, yo, I watched this thing. It was really interesting. And this and this and this and this and that. And it's like, they could probably care less and if whatever you know if they care less they care less you know like I don't I don't really get too upset about it but um I don't really get upset about it at all like if I actually need somebody I will say something or I will try to actually reach them but um 
I don't I don't consider texting, you know, to be like a formal type of thing that I really have to engage with, if that makes sense. It's pretty informal, in my opinion. Um, and I definitely have a habit of overdoing it, too. But it's like, you know, I've, when I'm busy, I'm not. Well, yeah, when I'm busy, I can use it as a distraction. But when I'm busy, I kind of try to just also not really make like a big deal out of things um but I don't really know I'm not I'm not like I'm not having a bad day I'm having a good day I was pretty productive the other stuff uh has some gigs set up that I was gonna do by phone today that I didn't do because I feel like my voice is raspy and I also feel like I just didn't want to do it and I was like I did this other stuff um, I didn't think I'd even do as much as I did today on the other stuff. And this other phone call gig stuff isn't even like a priority necessarily. Um, I have until the 10th to get it done and I'm probably going to take on more honestly too. Um, but I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting, um, to really deal with it. Um, to really deal with it, like, uh, to really deal with everything, um, with all this other sickness stuff, I wasn't expecting all that, um, and the car thing either, so I wasn't expecting any of this, um, but it's okay, uh, I'm gonna focus on this practice exam and studying, and it's just, I've been kind of a little out of commission the past day, and then uh, today as well, honestly, like, I'm not in the best state of mind today, um, but, uh, yeah, like, um, I'm gonna try and sleep early and take this stupid test tomorrow, uh, I hope I feel better tomorrow. And I, I want to get some work done tomorrow, too. I got to do these phone call gigs and some uh, some other stuff. Uh, some car-related stuff. I got some oil for the car. I got some... I got this uh, scanner. Because uh, I want to see if I can use the scanner and check if it gives me any kind of insight into what might be going on. I mean, it did start. The car did work. It did start, you know. After it had that weird little debacle, I got it, you know, I, I drove it up onto the tow truck, and it was a flat be- a flatbed. I drove it up onto the tow truck. I reversed it back off of the tow truck. So I got it started, you know. Um, uh, but it might be an oil thing. I really don't know. Um, I hope it's not like an oil pump thing or something like that. Oil pump or spark plugs. I don't know what it is, honestly. Um, and it wasn't having any like notable issues before this happened, but I don't want to like wear it out and go driving all over the place and then get stalled somewhere again. So at least this time I was only stalled near the house, but when I went from the gym to nearby the house where I was just hanging out outside, 
the car was doing fine. Um, like, it was fine. So, I don't really know. Um, but it has been a little, you know, funky, but just slightly. And it's like, it's so old anyways. Um, I checked the paperwork last night. I, well, this morning, cause I was up part of it. I woke up and went around, went around like 3am and I was like, well, let me just, cause it was on my mind. So I was like, anything that's on my mind, I'm just gonna dive into it. Cause like I'm up anyways, like screw this. And so I looked at the, uh, the registration, uh, from the DMV, that info, cause it's due June 10th. And so I looked at that info and, um, I don't have to get it smog this year. So that's good. Um, cause I'm like, damn, I don't want to pay for all that. So I'm going to see, I mean, I just, I got to get this Vegas trip out of the way and stuff. I don't want to be doing a whole bunch of stuff up, up until Thursday. Like I was supposed to be studying and focusing on this exam and then I started focusing on other things and and the process also getting a little bit ill. And so I don't really know what I'm trying to do. Uh, I'm not really focused. Maybe I'm a little bit stressed. It feel it feels all of this kind of feels more like it's kind of some weird stress sickness. Um, just because it doesn't follow the sequence of all the normal kind of cold and flu symptoms that I get and it doesn't really add up too much because I haven't really been doing anything like interacting with too many people um there might be respiratory some weird respiratory thing with all the stuff that's happened with the with when the food was burning or when the roof was getting worked on or something or maybe it's not related at all it might just be because I stayed up too late a couple nights and didn't really sleep too good the two nights in a row and then, you know, the car kind of having issues all of a sudden and then having this trip coming up and then having these exams and things. And I'm just like, maybe that's it. But in my head, I'm like that. Does, I don't know if it's I mean, that kind of makes more sense in all honesty. But it's like I feel like I I don't know. I haven't really pushed this hard in a while. So maybe I'm just not used to it. But also it's like. I don't know. Like, it's really hard. It's really hard to put a finger on it because, like, I feel like if I was sick, like, cold or flu sick, my energy wouldn't be where it is. Um, Usually I'm way more fatigued. Um, And I've had, like, slight little symptoms that never really ramped up into anything significant. So just having those little bitty symptoms here and there over the course of like multiple days is like really strange. Like usually, you know, when you get a cold or flu, you get like a little mild bit of something happening and then there's more and then there's more and then it peaks and then it kind of starts like, you know, decreasing in severity at after a certain point. But this wasn't any of that. It was just like little specks of like little bitty, like partial symptoms for like parts of the day. Um, I don't know if it's allergies. I don't know. It might be stress. It might be allergies. It might just be because I've been around like, you know, the situation with like some things that could have affected me in a respiratory way. And then maybe I ate something weird. I don't really know. Um, I really don't know. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. 
Um, but I've definitely been doing a form of resting, even though I haven't really had like a full night's sleep in like three days. So I've had naps three times. Um, and some sleep because I had a bad dream last night a little bit. So, um, it was, I don't, I've talked about that before. I don't usually have bad dreams like at all. Um, and last night was the first, well, early this morning rather was the first time I had a pretty bad dream. Um, and it was kind of related to someone I know, family member, and then a car, and some kind of accident in the car. Uh, it was like the part that it really stuck out was well, I mean, there was a part before where I heard like like I live in a busy area, so in this dream, like there was like something going on outside, and it was night. There was something going on outside where there was like either sirens or like you know how like those maintenance vehicles. Some of them have like those lights or like security vehicles some of them have those lights like I was in the house and I noticed that there was maybe like lights outside somewhere like out on the on the street right out in front of our house and I was like why are there these like lights like what's going on and so I just peeked out the door like we always look out our door because we're nosy and there's always weird stuff going on because we live on a highway and so you know I in the dream I looked out and I was like oh like it's it's really nothing. It was like a maintenance vehicle and not like a police officer or like fire truck or something. Like it was a maintenance vehicle. And, um, you know, we had that maintenance vehicle kind of, um, on like, I mean, that maintenance vehicle was kind of like just the lights and stuff like orange lights. And then, I went out, I went out, um, and there was a little bit of commotion, but it wasn't, like, anger, it was just, like, a combination of, like, local, like, teens and adults, maybe, like, five or six people kind of, like, interacting, like, it wasn't, like, late at night, like, the, the dream wasn't staged, like, late at night, it was just dark, it was night, but it wasn't, like, so late, like, I was awake already, in this dream, I had been awake, I was just in the house, and then, so I come out, look, I notice, I kind of, like, just assess the situation. I'm like, oh, it's not really, like, an accident or, like, a police situation. No one's getting arrested. And then somewhere a little after that in the dream while I was outside um, in the front driveway, just kind of, like, scoping out the situation. And then my sister comes up. Like, my sister doesn't even live here, but she comes up with, like, one or two of her friends that are people I maybe should know, but I don't really know them, but she's got like her own life her own friends in real life and like I've met some of her friends some of them are from high school some of them are from college and locally where she lives and like it was someone I don't know if it was one or both friends were people that I should have known or maybe I had seen before and then there was someone else I'd never you know there was someone else with her and you know me and her were like talking and I was glad to see her like, she doesn't just drop in like that because she lives far. She lives, like, um, pretty far. And so, but, yeah, she dropped in, and it was good to see her. And we started talking, like, oh, we should, I don't know if we were talking about taking a road trip or going on a, going to a concert or, like, going out and, like, going, let's go out and do something real quick or whatever. But we were kind of, like, chatting a little bit, and then we kind of, 
I think we had plans, and then the next part of the dream, me and another family member go into one of our old cars, and that family member is driving. I'm sitting in the back seat for some reason, kind of like Uber style. They're driving. I don't know where we're going. We're not really talking, but something happens to the car, and we're kind of not. It's not stable. Like, we're driving, but, like, either they're in an accident or we're... um moving I don't know how to describe this there there either we're having like either the car is breaking down or it's some kind of an accident if that makes sense but like we're still in motion and so like that part starts happening where like I start realizing something's not right with the way we're driving but the person driving was just kind of like a little nonchalant aloof about it they didn't seem like worried or too concerned but like they knew too and it wasn't like they were driving recklessly in this dream. Like, it was just, like, it, it was something equivalent to maybe, like, a tire's falling off or, like, you know, we just jumped over, like, a tree in the road or something, some stupid, like, you know, these weird parts of dreams where you're like, I, I can't make sense of that. So, basically, we were going, moving, um, and the situation seemed to be getting a little bit worse until a point where we were kind of like, I think we were kind of like airborne. Um, I think we were kind of like airborne or like skidding or something that seemed like a fluid kind of emotion. Um, but I was like the way I knew in the dream, I was like looking around or something and I was like, okay, we're fine. And in my dream, I was like, okay, we're fine. We're just going to wait for the car to kind of like come down from whatever this situation is or whatever. And, you know, I remember telling the person in the family that was driving, I was like, hey, we're okay, good, we're going to be good. And then um, suddenly from there, right when I thought we were good, we were not good. And something happened where the car started like going almost like upward, like jolting, like upward, really, really bad. And I was just like, I just kind of like said that person's name and then like my head kind of hit the roof of the car or something in this dream. And that's when I woke up and I was just like, oh, shit, like, like, because we were like, it was it had escalated, like, whatever that's whatever was going on. I don't have any clue, but um, it seemed like we weren't going to make it at that at that point. Um, and so I was like, I woke up from that around like four four or something in the morning. So I did sleep a little bit because I had that weird dream. Um, but according to the amount of time that the sound, the sound bath, um, recording was on, it was on for like five and a half hours. So that means I slept less than five and a half hours because that thing was on for a while. Um, but I was kind of nodding off, but I just was fighting sleep last night too. So I fought sleep and fought the melatonin enough that I stayed up pretty late. So I don't know, maybe I'm stressed. Um, it's, I have a really hard time telling if I'm stressed, obviously, like, I'm not very good at like, being in tune with that. But it's like, when I look at signs like these, I'm like, okay, I don't usually have nightmares. I'm not usually up for like three nights in a row. Like, yeah, it made sense the nights that I had the C4 at like 3pm I already knew I was gonna be up like, up, up, you know, and that was a given. So I was like, okay, like Friday night, I did that, you know, I knew what to expect. 
Saturday, I was like, I just need to get to the gym, and I did it again, because I was like, this is the only way I'm going to get to the gym, so, you know, I did that Saturday again. Um, Sunday, I, um, Sunday, I felt kind of, uh, like, yeah, Sunday was the day that I was feeling kind of ill, but I also didn't sleep that good last night, so which is kind of weird because it's Monday now and it's like, okay, but it's Monday evening now. And yeah, my appetite's all over the place. Like, like all the signs are there that I'm stressed. Um, especially like, like having the energy that I have, like for me, that's kind of a sign that I'm kind of like a little stressed, but it's kind of like almost euphoric. Not really, not, I wouldn't call it euphoric. Um, cause I, I have like physical symptoms but it's more like headache, throat, kind of feeling like a little raspy and was a little coughing last night and some weird little intestinal issues. Like, I would say that's probably more stress and then having like a dream that wasn't like a good dream when I can't even remember the last time I had a dream that wasn't good. Um, my dreams are like freaking like the weirdest freaking thing. Um, I got I have weird dreams. I have really strange, odd, just like dreams that I'm like I can't even describe like they don't even sound like reality in any form it's almost like if you read like some fantasy story or something and you're just like like if you think of things like Willy Wonka and like stuff like that that's kind of how my dreams are like Alice in Wonderland Willy Wonka kind of like kind of dream like you know was that with the yellow brick road and all like with Dorothy and the Tin Man, like, stuff like that, where it's just, like, random stuff happening, and you're just, like, what the fuck is this, like, I can't usually make sense of it, and there's, like, nothing equivalent, like, you know, I'm not usually stressed, or when stuff is happening around me, like, I'm not usually stressed in my dreams, uh, I don't think I've had, it's May, and I, I don't think I've had any bad dreams this year at all in 2023, if I give it the benefit of the doubt, I'll say maybe I had one other bad dream this year. Um, and this one wasn't even like so terribly bad, but it was bad enough. And just having the weird car theme and family theme and like weird little things like that, where it was kind of like, I'm not usually like worried in my dreams about like, oh, what's going on outside or what's going on? Or is this going to like, are we going to be okay in this situation? Like, usually I'm just like, whatever, you know, um, there can be situations happening all around me, but I'm usually just assessing it and focused and just kind of like able to kind of talk myself down from being too stressed in it. Like it could be something like, Oh, we're going to a concert, but my ticket doesn't really work, but I'll be like trying to problem solve in my head. Like, okay, like I have money. So let me go on line while we're in line and just buy another ticket and then see if I can like refund the other one because the event hasn't started yet or like whatever like I'll be like problem solving and actually like you know you know doing something about things in my dreams like usually it's not like a situation is taking over usually I'm just like very invested in the situation and there's always like solutions and so I'm usually not worried even though like even if it's around me there's like chaos or like we're just like what's going on I'm usually pretty like level-headed in my dreams and so it's kind of interesting when I do have a bad dream I do kind of pay attention to it more because it's so rare like I've almost gone like a whole half year 
without having any bad dreams but this one maybe i had another one so let's say two bad dreams in a in a in a almost 6 month period but i don't remember having any bad dreams honestly this year and i don't remember having any bad dreams like i don't remember having a lot of bad dreams like in the last like 3 4 years i can't remember having bad dreams i mean i'll wake up feeling like crap you know or I'll have trouble going to sleep, but I once I start dreaming, like, it's, it's, usually I enjoy my dreams, I'm usually, like, thrilled, I'm like, oh, I hope I can remember my dreams, like, usually I, I have really, I wouldn't call them vivid, the reason why they're hard to call vivid is because they don't make a lot of sense to me, um, but they're really, really like, fantastical kind of dreams, like, really kind of out there stuff, um, and I usually enjoy it. Like when I wake up and I remember my dreams and sometimes I write them down, I'm like, what the hell was that? You know? So this one was different because it wasn't pleasant. Um, and I don't know, like, I wouldn't say I'm not stressed, but, um, you know, the idea of going back into work and applying for jobs, like I, I felt good about applying for jobs when I was doing it in April, but I wasn't applying for anything I actually wanted. This is a little bit different when I'm a little bit more invested in what I'm applying for, a little bit more invested in like studying and trying to take this exam and like getting ready for the process of uh, applications for jobs that I actually want and interviewing and all that kind of stuff. That's a whole different thing than like applying for like gig jobs and stuff like that where I'm just like I could take it or leave it like I don't really care. It's just the money and it's just a little bit of money here and there like I, I don't really care. But, um, I don't know, maybe I'm worried about work, about working, um, I have been kind of worried about my memory and focus for quite a bit now, um, so that's a whole thing to factor in that, like, I don't think, I don't think it feels like the smoothest time to start working, but I don't think I want to wait until... I feel fully ready. I want to do it a little bit before I'm like fully ready. Like I feel good enough. Other than the last couple of days, I've honestly been on an upswing for a while now. I don't know how long, but I've definitely noticed I've had a lot more good days than not. Uh, and that is rare because it's been a season, a dang season of having bad, not bad times, but like rougher kind of situation so I don't know but I'm trying not to make make something out of nothing I'm trying not to you know get negative about something or get myself in a lower mood or anything um I'm kind of just trying to go through the process I definitely notice with whatever's going on with myself lately, I definitely notice that I'm handling it better than I would have handled maybe a whole lot of other stuff. But maybe I am stressed because I am like a somatic stress type person. Like I completely like push things down and don't really, you know, release things as much as I probably should. But also I don't, I don't know. It's really hard to be like, okay, like my mood actually feels a lot better than what I significantly remember not feeling too great, like being all grumpy and all this, like 
not that long ago. So lately my mood's been better on that end, but maybe I'm stressed because I'm actually pushing more, um, studying more, you know, I've been out of the house a lot, you know, um, every day, not every day since the last few days I haven't really, but, uh, last couple days I haven't really, but yeah, I've been out of the house for like hours almost every day for a while going to the beach and all that kind of stuff. And so I really don't know, like I'm, I'm a little uncertain about, you know, what to expect and, you know, um, but I don't know. Like, I feel like it's just, it's a weird season for me. Not as in season, like it's spring, but just like a weird time in my life. Like all this stuff that I'm kind of managing is a lot to shift at once. Um, so I should probably acknowledge that it's not easy, but I do feel like I, I kind of find myself being like, oh, this is fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Like, you know, things are going well and maybe they are, but you know, maybe they're not. So it's kind of hard to really tell. Um, I don't really know. It is kind of a little different, you know, for me having, you know, different family members in the house, you know, having my dad in the house is weird. Um, it's not bad. It's just weird. You know, it's like, I don't know. I'm just not too interested in involving myself too much with either parent really I'm I wasn't really here for all that I was I was just here to kind of get things settled and then move on I'm not really trying to like you know have like daily family involvement and things like that like especially since the history of our family interacting on a regular basis once people start getting kind of tired of one another it's like like people are able to easily put on like a a face, you know what I mean, and just play nice, but, you know, the energy hasn't always been good, in all honesty, like, this is probably as good as I've seen the energy, but I kind of also don't trust it, if that makes sense, I'm just kind of like, eh, no, this doesn't, this doesn't seem like something that I'm gonna fully buy into, because I know better, you know, and I've dealt with so many situations with people and bullshit in the last few years with all those housemates and stuff I'm just kind of like I don't really care I'm I'm kind of doing my own thing I'm not trying to let anybody get in my way or anybody kind of see that like I'm trying to get myself together and then them kind of let I'm not talking about my parents specifically but I'm just saying like I know that's how it goes sometimes too when when you try to get yourself together other people see you doing it and then they're like oh you got your stuff together or, oh, you got a new job and you're making money, so can I have some? Or, like, oh, you got a new place and you moved into your new spot, can I move in with you? Like, stuff like that is kind of like, wait, what? Like, no. Like, like you know, and that's kind of how I've, you know, I've had to learn to be careful with that because it's, like, usually it's, like, right when I start getting things going uh, for myself, then other people, I notice, start, like, attaching to try to, like, you know leech off of what I've got that has improved for me and then they kind of try to suck my energy out you know they're like oh you're stable now like so let's do this and let's do that and like it's like no like you know that's not really what I was trying to do that's not part of my game plan 
Um, you know, so I don't know. Like, I've definitely noticed a lot of that, but um, I, I, I get skeptical and I'm like, mm, you know, I got to feel things out for a while and kind of recognize people's patterns more. Um, cause I do have a lot of people in my life that, that kind of use people. It's like, they don't talk to you till they need something or they don't come around till they need something. And then they'll be nice and friendly. And it's like, well, where were you? You know, <laughs> like I was just trying to hang out some other times or like interact or like make some plans together. And we haven't seen each other for like years. And then all of a sudden you need something and you're like, Hey, like, can you help me with this? And it's like, uh, like we don't really talk, you know, <laughs> like, so it's kind of like one of those things that it gets a little, a little hard to kind of navigate sometimes. And I know a lot of the people in my life, not everybody, but there are quite a handful of people in my life that are very moochy, um, that like they see that I'm doing something and then they kind of try to come around and sniff around and see what's going on and see what they can benefit from it. And it's like, that's not how this is going this time, guys. So I do get a little skeptical, even with family members, when I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, and this is my plan. And then they'll be like, oh, so you'll be over here doing this as part of your plan, so let me kind of leech on and, like, get what I need out of you, you know? It's like, that's not what this is going to be, you know? Like, I'm doing what I need for myself. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pushing people to the curb, but I'm also not buying into the whole energy drain, energy vampire type of people. Um, cause that's something that, especially in times like this, people really want to play that role. You know, they want to play that role financially. They want to play that role emotionally. They want to play that role, um, psychologically, you know, and I kind of don't want to buy into it. I, I'm not really in a headspace where I have energy for others. Um, I mean, if somebody wanted that energy from me, they should have gotten it from me, you know, sometime in 2022 or before. Like, this year's a different year for me. I I already set it up so that things are supposed to be hopefully aligning as I had planned. Um, I don't know, though, but certain things, like the potential for, like, needing car repairs and, like, the registration and all these other kinds of things, like... I feel like it's um it's more of a okay kind of kick in the high gear and like get all this stuff done uh get it all paid for and all this kind of stuff like I'm not you know I'm not bitter I'm not you know I, I don't want it to sound like I'm like bitching and moaning about it too much but you know I'm trying to be cautious I'm trying to do things a little bit differently than what I was doing in the past and make more efforts to kind of see things in a way that, you know, I'm able to kind of, um, observe things, and, um, you know, I've been trying to improve a lot in my life, and if I keep going back to old patterns of just letting any old body in, you know, I'm going to have the same problems, you know, because I am very easy to just kind of let people involve themselves in my life. And even with like sharing about like 
my daily life, my situations. I'm very careful with that. Like, on this podcast, like, no, not so much. But I'm just talking, like, people that I see on a day-to-day. Like, there's certain people that have that information. And then there's other people that I'm like, well, why should I be sharing you with you about what I do all the time when you never share with me a thing about what you do with your day? You know, like, I'll, I've lived in houses with people who, you know, I'll hear them on the phone kind of, like, whispering around or, like, you know, I'm not saying that they're snooping around or anything or doing anything wrong, but, it, I mean, people have the right to have their own private conversations and stuff, but it's kind of, like, a little weird. It's like, okay, like, you have your whole life that you live every day and you do your own thing and you don't tell me what you're doing, you don't tell me what you're thinking about, you don't tell me what your plans are for the month, you know, you don't have things that you're trying to have going on, um, you don't have all that, all that kind of stuff to, that you're sharing with me, so why would I share with you my play-by-play kind of situation, or even sharing, like, the plans of, like, what I'm doing as far as, like, you know, building up my income streams and all these other things, like, it's not that I'm not building them up, I am building them up, but it's, like, I don't feel the need to talk about it with everybody, um, because people are going to be, like, oh, you're making money doing this, or you're making money doing that, you know, and, like, I've even offered people to help me with some stuff, I'm, like, hey, if you can do this or that, and it's not even hard stuff. I'm like, I'll pay you 20 bucks. I'll pay you 40, 50 bucks, you know, to do this thing. And it's like, well, if you don't want to help me with it, that's fine. But it's like, you know, and then they'll want me to like help them pay for something. And it's like, I just offered you a way that I'll give you money. Like, you just got to do this thing. It would take them maybe 20 minutes and I would give them probably like 40, 50 bucks and they don't want to do it. So I'm kind of just like, no, you know, <laughs> like, I'm not going to let you borrow money or give you money it's like you know it's simple stuff it's like man like 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 simple tasks you know that would help me to kind of reach some of my goals but also it's like you know they would get I would be able to pay them for helping me with something something as simple as like hey can you like tell me five people that I can uh text a referral link to even if they're not going to buy it or even if they're not going to use the service or whatever like can you just give me some numbers or give me some you know something as simple I'm not saying that was the specific thing but it's like it'll be stuff like that where I'm like can you just help me out with something as simple as that where it's like how hard is it you know um and it you know, I'm not saying that I'm spamming people I'm just saying like it would be something equivalent as something that inconvenient you know it's not something super hard you know it's not I'm not trying to like get people in a pyramid scheme or anything weird like that but it's like you know I'm not like I've asked people to kind of help with little things if they ask me for money I'm like oh well if you need money I've got money if you can do this thing and then like if they don't want to do it I'm like you really don't want the money I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just be giving people money like that Uh, especially because I know they're not gonna pay me back so I'd rather get a service um, that's going to help me with some of my income stream situations, like the task I have to do to kind of get those income streams to keep building them. Um, cause I've got the income streams now, it's just building it. And so I'm building them, 
Um, a lot of it's built. A lot of it is still, I'm still slowly scaling. But it's a lot because it's me. I'm one person. I'm doing these things by myself. You know, I do these podcasts. I got like four podcasts. Um, I do these, you know, I've got this online store. I do these like gigs on the side, you know, that kind of stuff. And um, there's other stuff too, but those are the things that I'm more consistent with. Like those three things I'm a lot more consistent with. Um, And that's a lot for one person to be trying to do stuff every day like that. Um, And so it's like, you know, I mean, I've asked people, you know, I'll pay you if you give me podcast ideas, you know, and it's like, it's not that hard. Just like throw some words out there and I'll see if I want to, it doesn't mean that it's something that I have to accept and say that I want to actually record about it, but it's like, just get my gears turning, you know, like give me some thought provoking content that you find interesting. Cause if you find it interesting, there's probably other people that find it interesting too. But I do find it find that you know podcasting is a little hard being like on the isolated end. I don't really, I'm not, I don't, I don't think I try to use too much of my social life to uh, just provide content. Like a little bit of it, I try to use themes more so than like actual personal interactions. But then there are definitely some patterns and themes in my life that are more kind of impacting than others. Like, when it comes to, like, family stuff and health stuff and those types of things, it's, like, it's definitely more impacting than just, like, nothing going on at all. Um, you know, uh, like, even when nothing's going on at all, I mean, like, it's, you know, there's still stuff that um, might still come up, like, from the past or just, like, things being different now. And it's kind of like, I believe people can change. I believe it. But I, I got to wait a while to see if they actually do, I'm not just going to assume, oh, you're changed because you seem like you've changed, you know, but it's like, uh, I know better. I know better now, you know, like I think, you know, I went into the world pretty naive when I moved down to San Diego and, you know, made some, maybe not the best sociable decisions because, um, Partially because I was like, well, I can tolerate it. So I partially just put up with it just because I was like, well, I can, you know. And then another reason why was because, you know, financially it helped me save a buck. Um, So I put up with a lot of BS for those reasons, too. Um, I put up with a lot of BS because of, you know, having some trouble with boundaries sometimes. I don't think I do anymore, but I think, you know, I did kind of let people, um, do what they, like, I, I would prioritize other people's needs and desires over my own and then not get my own needs met or my own desires met. It could be something as simple as, you know, somebody who, um, it's like I can only meet them on their time, for example. So maybe somebody that I would consider a friend, but it's like, you know, they only want to hang out when when they're available. Not, I mean, that's not, it. I'm not saying that people have to hang out when they're not available. I'm just saying, like, it wasn't like a give and take. It was more like a take, like they were taking, you know. It's like, oh, they need somebody to talk to 
so let's hang out versus like let's just hang out because I want to hang out or let's just go get tickets to this thing or do something fun and it didn't have to be like excessive or something like that but it's like oh when they have drama in their life they want to hang out and talk about it but otherwise I don't hear from this person and like yeah we would catch up at those times but it's like we would never really like interact on a regular basis or like if I try to message them or try to call them on the phone like they're never available or they never want to talk by phone or they never just want to casually hang out and like have fun it was more like they want to vent and then we would catch up after they were done venting but it's kind of like stuff like that that it's kind of like eh. you know when I look back on it I'm like you know that's not too healthy you know but you know also you know I'm kind of like that's why I was working in psychology too is because like naturally I gravitate towards like you know using compassion like that's something that I like doing and so you know it's kind of easy to want to be compassionate towards people but then I notice people kind of see that sometimes and they'd be like they would be like okay like well if I need compassion I'll go to you and it's like well no (laughs) like I sometimes I just want to hang out you know I don't want to be you know like I can't be a therapist to everybody I can only be a therapist to my clients like I can't be you know like that so it's kind of like you know I like having like therapeutic type relationships with people not like I'm doing therapy but just like like I like healthy relationships with people like where people you know there might be even some form of healing just in the form of interaction where it's like we have healthy interactions therefore it's healing like that's what I mean by therapeutic I don't mean like therapeutic like we're sitting doing therapy on each other nothing like that but um that's not even legal but um and I have no desire to do that but yeah that's that's the kind of thing that I would say uh, it's just one example of things that, you know, or or if somebody was getting on my nerves, I wouldn't confront them about it um, or say anything about it. And I would just kind of let them keep doing stuff. I think the last thing I was venting about um, as far as like things that might bother me is like when I get tickets with friends to stuff and they just kind of blow it off. And it's like or they're like impossible to plan with. And for me, it's like. It's kind of like disrespectful, you know, to me, I I don't see it as respectful when it's like, you know, events cost a lot of money and then having somebody like beg me to buy tickets, even though I want to go, but it's like they beg to buy tickets. And so, you know, they're kind of like pressuring, trying to rush me to get tickets and I get them. And then this is months in advance. And then finally the events approaching and people keep asking and asking, are you coming? Are you coming? It's like, yeah, like I always make it, you know, I'm going to make it like, don't worry about that. And then, you know, I make it and then, you know, the day of like the people aren't able to be contacted or, you know, the plans have changed and now there's like these other people involved and it's like, I didn't know that, you know, this is what was happening. Like nobody informed me that this is what we're doing and that kind of stuff. Like, it's kind of hard for me to be patient with, you know, if I spend like two, three hundred bucks on a ticket and then you know, go all the way out of town and, you know, get a hotel and it's like a two day concert. And I'm like, you know, spending all this money on transportation, hotels, tickets, food, all this kind of stuff. And people can't even like say when we're going to meet or like plan, like when we're going to go and all it's like, dude, like disrespectful, (laughs) you know, like 
I do have friends that are just easy like okay what time do you want to meet let's get there at this time and then we actually stay and like enjoy the event you know versus like maybe not even going to the event or whatever and it's like really or not even wanting to be there and it's like or be there for the whole thing or whatever like stuff like that where I'm just like like when I'm at an event I want to think about the event and and be at the event I don't want to be thinking about like contacting people and like oh we're we're like overlapping like different times like I'll be there six hours later and now I have to be checking my phone and like I mean I get it people have their lives people have their stuff going on but it's like I just prefer to just be like if we have tickets let's meet at a certain time and then we just go enjoy this concert together it shouldn't have to be more than that but I feel like sometimes it's like people want to make it complicated and they want to be like doing all this other stuff it's like, oh, let's go clubbing instead. Let's go do this instead. And, like, you know, we can, we can have, like, brunch and, or lunch or dinner. And it's like, no, like, it's during the concert. Like, I will be at the concert, like, <laughs> you know. Like, and, you know, there was a certain point where I was like, you know, I bought these tickets. These are my freaking tickets. I'm going to go to this freaking concert and go do what I'm going to do and meet with the people I want to hang out with and, you know, the others that seem like they want to just do something else, they can go do something else, you know, like I, and I just had to kind of get in that mindset and do that. And that's not the first time, but it's like, you know, I kind of learned like which people are easy to plan with. And if I'm going to spend a lot of money on stuff, I'm going to do it the way I'm going to do it. And then some other people, I just don't like planning with them. And especially if it's going to cost a lot of money, I don't want to plan with them because they don't really plan properly. And then they start changing the plans in the middle of the plans it used to happen with snowboarding to a point that I don't even invite people anymore. Like, I just go by myself. I'm like, I don't even care. Like, like people would be like, oh, we're going to meet at, like, you know, L.A. traffic or whatever. They would be like, you know, I used to go in the evenings. We would go at night. We would nightboard from, like, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. or something like that at night. And then, like, so we'd have to leave at, like, 2 or 3 in L.A. to, like, drive through all that traffic and... If you want to get there by 5, you probably have to leave closer to 2. If you want to get there around, like, it didn't matter if we got there after 5 because, you know, we'd still have, like, 3, 4 hours. That was plenty because back then it was, like, 20, 25 bucks. But I remember back then going, getting people, um, uh, going, getting people kind of, like, um, together, you know, um, uh, you know, or, you know, saying we're going to meet at two or three or leave at two or three and then people don't have their gear, you know, they're like, oh, I need to go shopping and buy all this stuff. And it's like, dude, like now we're not leaving at two, we're leaving at four. And that means we're going to sit in traffic the whole way through and probably not get there till seven or later. And, you know, things like that, where it's like it cuts in. And then maybe if we get there, say we get there at seven we're hitting the slopes at like 7:30 and then they want to leave after like 30 minutes and it's like dude we said we were going to be here till 10 p.m. like stuff like that that's just like you know i've dealt with so much stuff like that that it's just like you know i i just real i eventually had to realize i'm just doing what i'm going to do and i know it sounds selfish but at the same time it's like because i do regularly try to like interact with people and like incorporate people into events that I'm going to I feel like there are quite a few events I can just do by myself and not have to worry about other people 
interfering. Like, I'm really excited about this concert I'm going to this coming weekend. Um, Sick New World Fest. I'm really excited to get out of town. I'm not really excited to leave, like, a beach city of L.A. in the nice, perfect weather and go to, like, the heat in Vegas. But I'm really excited to just kind of go do something else, you know? And, like, I've been kind of cooped up in this area for, like, pretty much all of April, all of what what has been most of May. It's going to be, like, almost mid-May when I'm finally leaving um, the city for a little bit. And it's only going to be from Friday to Monday. Um, meaning I'm only really going to be there Saturday, Sunday, um, and, you know, flying days on, on Friday, Saturday, but, um, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be exciting. I'm going to get to see a lot of bands that I like. Um, I'm excited about that. I'm really excited about that. Um, and the, the thing that's the coolest about it is that I'm not coordinating with anybody, you know, like I have friends in the area, but they're not going to the concert. So I will be there rocking out by myself. I don't really care. Like usually when I'm at concerts, I meet people there anyways, or just have a good time. Like I'm there for the music. I'm there to see the bands that I grew up watching and have been wanting to see. Um, I want to see Alien Ant Farm. That's not the the first on my list is Coal Chamber. Strangely enough, <laughs> they're the first on my list. They're the first group that I want to see, and they're finally like the festival's finally dropping the set times tomorrow on Tuesday. Finally, and so it's like, dang, they took long enough. But um, yeah, so I'll be able to plan accordingly. I want to so I want to see Coal Chamber. I want to see Incubus. I want to see Alien Ant Farm. I want to see System of a Down. I want to see Corn. Um, I've seen Turnstile already. I don't know if I really care to see Evanescence, but I mean, just because they're, it would be cool to see them. Just because I don't think I'm gonna go out of my way to see them any other time. To be honest, um, to be honest, I really don't care for them on that level, but. Sometimes live music is just live music, you know, and I feel like because there's going to be so many um, artists, you know, um, because there's going to be so many artists um, and probably multiple state, there's got to be multiple stages for all these artists. um, They're basically going to have to... um, like, there's going to be stuff that I'm probably going to have to miss, unfortunately. And then they're probably going to have to, um, excuse me, I'm finishing this water. They're probably going to have to, I feel like I'm just repeating myself over and over. I lost my train of thought. There, yeah, there's going to be overlap. And, um, I'm probably not going to get to see everybody, but there's groups that I kind of want to see that I feel like just because they're going to be there, I want to see them, but I wouldn't go out of my way. Like some of these bands like Evanescence, Hoobastank, um, um, 
uh, I probably wouldn't go out of my way to buy tickets just to see those groups. Kitty. I like Kitty, though, but I probably wouldn't. Unless it was, like, really convenient, I probably wouldn't go out of my way, honestly. Uh, Ministry. I like Ministry, too, but I probably wouldn't go out of my way for, like, a full concert. But, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like they're probably just going to play, like, hits because... You know, the sets are probably going to be pretty short for most of the smaller groups. I've already seen Soulfly. They were really good. I saw them headlining at, um, freaking, where the hell was I? Um, I saw them headlining at Brick by Brick. Um, that was a long time ago, though. Uh, it was during the Rona, though. Um... So, yeah, I've seen Deftones already. I want to see them again. Uh, I've I said already, I saw Turnstile. I wouldn't mind seeing them again. But the, the ones I've seen, I might put on the back burner because I've seen them. So that would be like Turnstile, um, Soulfly. P.O.D. I saw, but this was like over 10 years ago. I like their music live. Like, I like the bass in their music. It is freaking crazy. Um, I saw them from the back of the stage at some, like, where the hell? Some Christian, what's that thing? Harvest Crusade or whatever they do at Angel Stadium every, like, year. I think this last year it was in November, but I don't know if it's always in November. But uh, I used to have a youth, like, a, a teen a teen uh, church group. And then a collegiate church group. Um, I can't remember. I think I was in my college years when I saw P.O.D. But it was at that festival. And a lot of people hated them because, you know, they were too heavy for them. And they wanted to hear, like, praise music. And I was just like, I loved loved it. I was like, I love P.O.D. I was into it. But it just sucked to be there sitting in, like, you know, stadium, like, angel stadium chair seats. And we were, like, behind the stage, so I heard it live, but I had to see it from the screen, so that was kind of a bummer. So I kind of want to check out and see how they are. Um, Kitty, I've my mom introduced me to Kitty. I've always loved them. They rock hard, um, so I want to, like, check them out, because I don't think I'm ever going to see them otherwise. Um, Seven Dust, I've, I've loved Seven Dust since high school. I'd love to see them live. They're another group that I never um, went too far into, you know, knowing way too much about, but I really want to see them. Alien Ant Farm, I liked them when they first came out. Uh, I I didn't follow them too much after, like, their MTV days. Uh, but, I mean, if they're playing their hits, they they have some fun hits. Um... um I like that song, you know, that Smooth Criminal uh, remix that they did or the, you know, that Michael Jackson remix that they did. And I like that song, Attitude. Those are the only songs I know by them off the top of my head. But I'd love to hear that song live. Uh, Soulfly I loved, but I could do without seeing them again. Um, But I saw them, like, in the last few years. Um, And I saw them, like, right up close. I was, like, right up, like... I don't know, Brick by Brick is so small, and it's a really small venue, and so, and I was, like, up real close to um, Ministry, I would love to see them, I don't know them too much, I think I got into them 
when that movie AI came out way back in the day, way back, um, cause they had a song in that movie, Just One Fix. I don't know if, I don't know how old that song actually is, but that's when I first heard that song and when I got into them, but back then it was really hard to find that song. So ministry, I would like to see them live. I would love to hear them play that song, but I don't really know too much of their other songs off the top of my head. Um, Papa Roach, I definitely want to see. Oh, man. When that Infest album came on, it came out, I remember uh, that's when I really got into Schechter guitars because of Jerry Horton. And, you know, I remember some Guitar World magazines back then that had his, um, uh, some Papa Roach songs that I kept the magazines. I, I don't think I still have them, but I kept them way back then because it had the sheet music. And, uh, I don't think I ever learned... Uh, I, I don't know. At one point, I knew multiple songs off the Infest album, though, like how to play them on guitar. But I haven't played lately. Um, but they're they're good songs. Uh, Turnstile, I really liked. Um, they have a song that I really love, but I can't remember the name of it. I like their energy. Um, but I I only got introduced to them when I saw AFI for the first time, and they were one of the opening bands uh at the Wiltern. I don't know when this was, probably like twenty 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 nineteen or twenty twenty or something. I don't know when it was, honestly. It was a long time ago. Um it wasn't a long time ago, but it was long enough ago that I can't remember if it was during the pandemic because I just saw them uh this last show that they did at the forum. I just saw them. And so I don't really know when they played uh, before, it was probably 2019 or 2021. I can't remember. Chevelle, I'm going to try to see Chevelle, though. Um, so those are the groups I'm going to try to see. Um, I mean, I'm definitely going to walk around. Oh, Orgy, too. Orgy and Cradle of Filth. Um, I would love to see Orgy live. Um, and yeah, Cradle of Filth, too. I don't know Cradle Filth too well, but they come up, they used to come up a lot on stuff I used to play. Um, so I, I'm pretty sure I probably recognize some of the songs, but I can't name anything off the top of my head. And Orgy, I like their stuff from like back in the day. Um, so those are most of the groups I want to see, but I'm kind of down for all of it. Like there's a lot of groups on this, uh, in this concert that, I really want to see, but I, I just hope I'm not going to have to sacrifice seeing some of the bigger ones I want to see. Uh, but I already know which ones I want to, uh, which ones I want to, uh, prioritize. So if I have to, um, avoid seeing some of these other ones, I'll probably avoid them. But, and also because of the heat, I don't really know what it's going to be like. Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to be dancing around and I don't really know. I'll probably just be solidly rocking out in the back by myself. I don't even care. Like <laughs> I I plan to have a good time. Um, I'll probably be dancing around, but I don't think I'll get, I don't know if I'll get in the pit. It just sounds like a lot because the, the, the weather's going to be over 90 degrees. There's always high wind. It's always dusty. Um, and so it's going to be really sweaty, really hot, really uncomfortable. And, you know, 
I'm just getting, I'm just, I'm going to be coming off of like a little bit of a stressful week with all this stuff going on at the beginning of this week. So with this cold or whatever the heck it is, um, so I don't know, but, um, yeah, it seems like it's going to be fun. Um, I'll be shocked if it's not fun and they allow re-entry. And so depending on what's actually going on, I might leave and come back, but I don't really have anywhere I want to go. Um, I kind of just want to go to this concert, but if my friend maybe wants to have lunch in the middle or something, I might be able to come do that. Um, I don't really know though. I don't know what the lines are going to look like. Um, it did sell out. Tickets sold out. Um, the only tickets, so general admission sold out, general admission plus sold out. Um, VIP sold out. VIP, VIP Cabana doesn't say, but the other ones were waitlisted. And then there's hotel and ticket packages starting at four eighty nine. Uh, there's a fee that's like 80 something bucks. There's a freaking 80 something dollar service fee or 60 something, 80 or 60 something dollar service fee. And then I think for these hotels, when I last looked, I think you have to have, like, four people or something. Like, it's pretty excessive. It's, like, I think it's, like, two two days or two nights. Uh, Friday night. It, so it goes Friday to Sunday, and hotels allow one to four people. But I think uh, for those two whole nights, uh, it's specific hotels, and I think... They charge you for as if you had like four people. Um, so they charge you as if you'd be splitting it between four people. So it's not like you're paying like 50, 50 to 150 a night per room. You're paying like a thousand something, you know, plus this ticket that's over $500. It's almost a $600 ticket. Um, so that is excessive to me. Like, I was like, if I'm doing this by myself, I'm not doing all that, you know? Like, I don't need, like, an open bar and a nightclub and all this other stuff. Like, you know, like, I was, I'm not there for that. Like, I just, it sounds cool, though. If I was going with more people, that would be kind of fun, but I'm not. So I don't really care. But, all right. So this is my lengthy rant. Um, We'll call it the daily episode for for May nine for May eighth. Did I say ninth earlier? For May eighth of twenty twenty three, Monday. Um, I got one individual episode to record, and then I'm gonna snack. It's gonna be almost nine. Oh, it's gonna be after nine p.m. But uh, I'm I'm way off. My schedule's so off. I don't even care at this point. All right, guys, thanks for listening.